You are still listening to Fever Dream Diaries, so you could say we're BFFs at this point. That's why we want to invite you to join the Fever Dream fam. Visit anchor.fm backslash Fever Dream Diaries to subscribe. For the low monthly cost of $4.99, you'll get access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, exclusive bonus episodes, live stream opportunities with yours truly, plus you'll be signed up to receive our monthly newsletter, merch giveaways, and more. Head to anchor.fm backslash Fever Dream Diaries to sign up today. Once you subscribe, all premium content will be available wherever you listen to podcasts. We can't wait for you to join the Fever Dream fam. Welcome to Fever Dream Diaries. If you've been listening this long, you probably have all the information you need to steal our identities. My name's Becca, this is Haley, and we are on episode six. Since we last spoke, we have made an outrageous purchase. Becca, tell them where we're going. We're going to a festival. We're going to a music festival. We're going to a festival. We're going to Vegas, baby. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm so excited for When We Were Young Fest. Is that what they're calling it? When We Were Young 2023. We're going to be there. ready. Yo. Get your freaking feet ready to dance to some emo music. I'm pulling my vans out of my motherfucking closet. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So give me a taste of some of this lineup. All right. We've got Green Day. Ooh. We've got Blink-182. Mm-hmm. We've got Good Charlotte, which, okay. But then we- <laughs> give them the real juice. Then we've got... Michelle motherfucking Brand. Oh my God. This is like the most exciting thing. We are so psyched to see Michelle Branch, and she's not even very high on the lineup. <laughs> not. I was like going down the list, and I was like, we got to get to the good stuff. We've got Gym Class Heroes. Do love it. We've got Five Seconds of Summer. A little bit out of that. Yeah, that, I wouldn't say really applies, but okay, I rock with it. It's fine. Uh, we've got Simple Plan. I thought it said John Mayer. It doesn't. It says Joyce Manor. Don't know who that is. Um, rock on, Joyce. We've got 30 Seconds to Mars, All Time Low. That's about the ones that I recognize. But like, That's amazing. <laughs> that alone is oh amazing. And I think what's really special is our first concert was Gym Class Heroes, All American Rejects. And was Play it... Tea? No. Maybe Plain White Teaser. Was it the starting line? <gasps> It was the starting line. I'm going to tear your ass up like like you just just got married and you're all mine now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We can safely assume they will be there. So, anywho, did we drop a few hundred, which might turn to much, much more because it's in Vegas for this festival in a year from now? Absolutely, we did. This year was the first year that this festival happened. And I got a little scared, Becca, because day one they had to cancel. Apparently the winds were just wild in Las Vegas. I heard that you texted me and then I was doing some research and I was like, is this a real thing? You know, I've never been to Vegas, so I don't know what the winds are like, but apparently they're howling. I've only been to Vegas once with my dad. Oh. That's a normal thing. Um, <laughs> it was really fun, though. I bet. Like, sober and with my father and I still had a blast. That's a great time. I ran away from him when he was taking a nap and I just went on my little way. That sounds in, so you. It is. I was in my early 20s and wanted to go just like see the city. Yeah. So I ended up like walking around. There are all these like free pools. Like right. Caesar's Palace. Yep. You can just like walk in and go to their 
beautiful pool. Sure. And so I ended up just like pool hopping all day. That's very it fun. It was really fun. That is very, very fun. So we're going to have to do that if it's not a, a windstorm. Yeah, okay. it's fine. So the day one was I moved. Actually, excuse me. It's only one day. I don't know how they're going to fit all these artists into one day, but it was moved. And it looks like it went very successfully after that. But I'm sure it still kind of messed with a lot of people's time and money for them. I know. But regardless, we're very excited. We are excited. Our first concert was so special. We went to many after that, but... Mm. All American Rejects. I'm sad because they were at this year's festival that, you know, they won't be at next year's, but one day we'll meet them again. We saw them before they really blew up the way that they did after Dirty Little Secret. Oh, yeah, right. This was before all that. This was just the first album. Yep. We were like in a mosh pit. Yeah, I didn't love that. I still don't love mosh pits to this day for myself, but we did get involved in that. It was not just you and I. Was Jane there? Shane's dad give us a ride to probably the show in like Lowell, Massachusetts. Probably. We were just so brave. Like we were I think we were a month into freshman year and we just decided that we wanted to go to a concert. Shout out to us, first of all, but also to all the parents who do that. Because now that I'm an adult, I can see how annoying that must be to have to like take your kid an hour away to a concert. Then what do you do? Just you wait? Yeah. Do you just sit there and wait? They definitely just like sat and slept in their car. That's so sad. That is crazy. And both of our parents have done that on numerous occasions. And it's just like, wow, that's something I didn't appreciate as much then as I do now. Yeah, shout out to my parents. Even though you kind of left me at home a lot, you also drove me a lot of places. A lot of places. Yeah, to get rid of me, probably. But (laughs) (laughs) that was our experience. And as we say that, I do kind of realize maybe the reason we were expected to bring Jane to Justin Timberlake a few months later is because we had invited her to All American Projects. So makes it even more messed up that we did what we had done. And that we don't know if she knows. Like she probably doesn't. She has no idea. That we lied about. Yeah. No, she doesn't know. She knows now. (sighs) We've given enough details about Jane that she knows who we're talking about for sure. (laughs) That's why we're releasing this after the reunion. (laughs) Should we invite her to the festival next year? Actually, that would be so, so, so cute. Nice. She, she probably has to pay her way. Obviously, yeah, and she can't fly with us, so <laughs> that's messed up. Stop like, it. Hey, you have to get your own hotel, own flight, own every own hotel room, hotel room. Um, but we'll be there, and if you want to hang out with us, you can. No, that's messed up. We. That, what's so silly is we actually do like this person. We're just She's being dinks. <laughs> She's so sweet, and I can't wait to see her at the reunion if she shows up. <sighs> This is I something think we need to happen. Becca, as we really unpack this, what I'm starting to think is maybe we just had different childhoods than her, and that's part of why we grew apart. Because she was not a latchkey kid. No, no. Her mom was like a stay-at-home mama, I believe. Yeah, and she had older siblings. I had older siblings, too, but she had older siblings who still lived at home. Mm-hmm. So they were more able to like have an eye on her life, and they yeah. were just home. She didn't go home to an empty house like we would often. That's true. And she lived near the school. She had her own friends in her neighborhood, I think. Mm. <laughs> we like to think so. <laughs> I never went in her house. Not once. Really? 
man. I only heard descriptions of it from like her telling us about stories about oh, boys. Oh, yeah. She, we don't need to get it. That's for her podcast. We're going to let her tell those stories on her podcast yeah, because. be like a response podcast from Jane. Absolutely. Like, tell her side of the story. Because she has got some good ones. Well, my real hope and love would be for her to be at the reunion. Maybe we can get her to record some fun stories. I would love to add that. that would be the dream so when we think about like first of our teenage years our first naked selfie that we took <laughs> oh i love group, this a collective naked selfie have we not told this no. story oh my this is a gold one i don't okay. think i ever wrote it down in our notes so this is like from memory we did not want any evidence of this None. occurring None. take it away becca all right this is a friday night probably second semester because yeah. we were a little bit more mature by freshman year second semester obviously we had established ourselves mm-hmm. and we had been invited to some more parties outside of Haley's garage right. so we had a larger circle of friends at this point and there's this older man boy <laughs> <laughs> Who we all met through just parties. And he had like a special affinity for Jane, but like kind of was into all of us as like a collective. And <laughs> who wouldn't be? Definitely wanted some group sex, but we were very naive. Um Yeah, I did not pick up on that. No, he at definitely was age. like inviting us all to hang out in a way that was a little grooming, Ew. a little predatory. I mean, he wasn't that much older than us. <laughs> I, I would also like to add, he I was like he was one like grade. 16. Yeah. And we were 14 or 15. So that's fair. Yeah, that was the age difference here. And he had a whole leg up on us with a year of high school. I mean, right. think about it. That's right. a huge change. So we're at Haley's hanging out with Jane one Friday afternoon. And this guy messages us. I'm imagining it as like a group chat, but like I feel like he must have individually called one of us out for the photo. I think it was Jane. Okay. I feel like he was talking to Jane. Like they were Jane, yeah. talking. And so he kind of like suggests she send him a photo of her top, like topless. Yeah, of them titties. That's what he, those child, that's child porn. Literally, she was a 14 year old. So, okay. He wanted her to dump him out on camera. (laughs) We only had the like smallest flip phone, five pixel Mm -hmm. camera. And mind you, we were so innocent. We were not going to let her show real titty. Hell no. Haley and I like really wanted to figure out a way to bypass the nudity while still giving him what he wanted. (laughs) Weirdly enough, I feel like she was she was going to go with it. I was like, girl, not today. Not in my house. Not in this house. (laughs) Not Not in the doctor's house. No. Um, So (laughs) we send her into the bathroom to give get rid of her for a second. We're like, yeah, you go try. Go practice. And we're like, we're going to figure this out. So. Tell me, was it the light bulb or the knee first? I think we started with the light bulb because we didn't want any skin in the photo at all. (laughs) We take the light bulb. And while Jane's away, we decide to try to draw, like, I don't even know how to 
You we it. tried to draw a nipple and areola on this light bulb, which, as we understand now, is not even the real shape that we should have been going we had for. No idea. But we what didn't. It looked like. I mean, we knew what our own titties looked like, but we didn't know about pictures and all this. Sh so, anyways, we get a picture with the light bulb and the drawn-on sharpie we nipple. We had to do it in black and white. Absolutely, <laughs> we did do it in black and white, and we sent that shit. And a millisecond later, he responds, that's a light bulb. Fair enough. That's a light bulb with a black dot on it. Boils again. Yep. He so, described exactly what we had done. Oh, uh, so we were really like not ready to give the real the skin. No. So, well, some type of skin. Yeah, we, we compromised. So Jane comes back from the bathroom doing God knows what. <laughs> Freshening up. Powdering yourself and putting on her nicest silk robe. <laughs> oh my god! Like douching. And like <laughs> we can only imagine. She's like ready to go to his house at that moment. I know. So anywho, she comes in and we're like, Jane, we're not gonna let you do this. As much as you kind of are into it, we don't want to be a part of it. So we then tried to take a photo of her knee with. A sliced Swedish fish as the nipple. Because no we needed to get some like height. We needed some 3D, depth. some yes. depth. Like we wanted to make this shadowy. <laughs> <laughs> but no areola. We did not get any. I could have grabbed a pepperoni or something. Pepperoni or just drawn like a pink circle. Draw yes. So anywho, we send Jane's knee with the Swedish fish. Millisecond later responds, that's a knee with a, a piece Swedish of... <laughs> yes. He even knew the candy. He knew the candy immediately. And then... What's wrong with him? He walked outside and he was standing right there. No. Oh my God. He was at my home. He was at the house. After that, I think nothing happened. We eventually stopped doing that. And who knows where their conversation went after that? That's not my business. But our involvement, to my memory, ended there. He's a married man now, so... And he's fine. I make him sound like a monster. <laughs> I said he's a man. So. He's a man now. He was 16. He was um, 16. It was a time where this was happening. No one's proud of it, I'm sure. But this was a time where this was... Sexting was occurring. Sexting was real and, and it was... A epidemic. Ap absolute epidemic. The amount of friends I knew who just had naked photos passed around the school. It sucks. It was awful. It still is. I'm sure that still happens to this day. We have learned from Jane's mistakes. Actually, they weren't mistakes. We actually helped her, so. I think we were spiritual guides for her at the end of the day. <laughs> Once Jane started, like, dating, it felt like that was what the first move away from. I, there was distance. Yeah, and which, fair enough. As an adult, I recognize, you know, when you get another significant other you're gonna want to spend time with them and do that and that's okay there's nothing to feel shame about that just don't alienate your freaking friends yeah that happens that's so real and that's kind of what happened here maybe or we were just assholes we would put r.i.p jane places no, like we were dicks at the end of the day is what really happened I 
And that's what we're just, this whole podcast is literally just us. We're sorry. Okay. Discovering. Yeah. All the mistakes we made. We are sorry. But at the end of the day, we were all kids. In all these stories, we were all kids. Even the person who asked for the picture. So no one can be truly blamed. It's to, just life. I feel like to really understand how much of kids we were at the same time in our life. Like we were also going to cheat a girl's live. That's the thing. Like we were obsessed with high school musical. Yep. Definitely Cheetah Girls, which they didn't even have Raven, right? After season, or not season, the second movie, they ditched her. But, like, why wasn't she on tour? There is a lot of drama there. Oh. There's a lot of drama. Okay. I'm curious. I don't know the Cheetah Girls drama. So, Raven was, like, severely bullied by the other (gasps) Cheetah Girls. And she was ostracized and, like, felt to not be part of the group. And yeah, it's really sad. Wow. So we you, have, you can't hear my shocked expression, but that's my jaw has dropped. I mean, <laughs> it's been a long couple of years since, you know, the pandemic started. And I've had a lot of time to deep dive on YouTube. <laughs> as that's we why do, I love this. Yes. As we do. And I definitely have done several deep dives on the Cheetah Girl saga. Um, like pretty much everyone in that whole group was done dirty by different people interesting i'm not surprised to hear that like that's messed Adrian, up i love her i love adrian of course she had nude photos leaked of her did she when she was rob and <gasps> she was oh. like made as a pariah online to be like this slut as mm-hmm. they say right but that was after she was already bullying Raven. So, like, there's layers there. I need to know the answers. My dream is maybe if we do another season of this podcast, can we get any of them? Ke- what's oh Keely doing? What Sabrina. is Keely? You want Sabrina Bryant? What's she doing? I don't want right? Keely because Keely seems like the biggest pot stir. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's why I do want Keely. How funny would that be? <laughs> I know you know. I know you know what I'm talking about, but do you remember <laughs> the video Keely made in the 2010 era? No. Last night all I remember I was ass up face down. <gasps> Bro, you don't know this? <laughs> I could get it again if he wants it. <laughs> The sex was spectacular. Can you you add this to the playlist? The Fever Dreams Diaries playlist? Yes. (laughs) Wait, I can't play it for you because my freaking sound is broken, but the song is called Spectacular by Keely. And Keely, what's her last name? Williams? It's just Keely, K I E L Y. That's all you need. Yes. So, everyone listening, go on YouTube, look up Spectacular. You will not regret it. Go to our playlist better yet, because we have a whole plethora of music for you to enjoy from our eras. What year did this come out? 2010, which explains oh, so much. Yes, yes. Okay. Similar to other singers who have gone through like transformations, like I was very angry at this music video. Similar to how I was angry at Britney in the 2007 MTV VMA. Really? That was my uh, like uninformed young impressionable opinion i got you yeah hate the woman who was like trying to do something different it's kind of like when hannah montana miley cyrus did her whole like i'm gonna be an adult thing like i just sure i see i get angry at the woman or i used to now i'm like do whatever the fuck you want yeah absolutely but at that time because i wasn't really being true to myself i feel like Mm -hmm. it's hard to like be excited for women who are like going out there and 
changing mm-hmm. sense. So. See, for me, I get that. I was kind of, when Christina Aguilera went from Dreamy in a Ball to Dirty, I was like, put off. Like, yes. confused. And we were young. We were young. Yeah. But at the same time, I loved a sexy woman. <laughs> we still do love a sexy and we woman. St- and oh, I definitely still do. But I remember, and this is off the topic of music, but I remember my mom bringing me to see Rent, the Broadway musical, as a kid, and Mimi just being my spirit animal. She was going out tonight. She was a stripper at the Cat Scratch Club. And she... I won't say was living her best life, but I believed she was because I didn't fully understand the whole AIDS part of Rent at that time. You were young. So. I was young. I should not have been taken to Rent. I didn't know what AIDS was. And I, that's how young I was. How I old literally do you remember. I'm. This is going to sound disgusting. I was probably like six or seven. It's not disgusting. Hopefully it went over your head. It, no, it, it did. Okay. But what stuck with me was Mimi and how she was just wearing this animal print, like sexy ass shit. And I loved her songs. And I just wanted that. Yes. You're I still wearing your it. cheetah print to the You know day. what? I think Mimi influenced me in ways that. Dude, that's I so notice real. every year. Mm-hmm. Well, you influenced me to love Rent, I will say. I remember we watched the movie. I was yeah. so excited when the movie came out because I had already I've been seeing the musical, clearly. Lord, the movie literally came out like five, excuse me, 10 years after I probably saw the musical. That makes sense because I think it was like 2006 we would have seen it. So we saw the movie, fell obviously fell in love with it. I thought Rosario Dawson was an amazing Mimi. Oh, amazing. It was no Broadway musical, but luckily last year, actually, Becca and I were able to go see Rent together in Boston. Was that not the best time? Dreams truly come true. (laughs) Me and her, I need to apologize to everyone else in that theater that we were in because screaming. We were not behaving the way I think we were supposed to, but we were just being us. We were thrilled. We were so excited. We did have a few drinks before. But it was mostly to calm the nerves. Absolutely. We got in there. We literally held hands the whole time. And we were just freaking. We were singing every word. Losing my mind. Losing my mind. Wheezing with just excitement. You wore your cheetah jumpsuit. I did. Of course. Oh, my God. We were looking good that day. We were. We had a little photo We did. We were living. And I remember we even waited outside after to try to meet some of them. We did meet. Which Was it Maureen? We yelled or to Joanne. Them. We yelled to Joanne and we were like, we love you, I think. Yeah. And behind down that alleyway. And we yeah, like, we didn't look, go down the creepy alleyway. We didn't but. look scary at all. So this year I went to see Hamilton with Tyler. Sorry mm. to humble brag, but mm. we kind of wanted to do the same thing where we were like, let's go meet the cast. And I kind of learned from our experience. Right. That we were like kind of like. like slow to get over and this time at Hamilton we just walked over the door and they all just come out and like start signing autographs and yeah no we're gonna have to go see it again though rent and like try to find the cast and get photos I feel like we need to manifest this on the podcast because we have talked about something so many times in our lives that originally it started out as a joke kind of I feel but the more we talk about it the more real it becomes and that is Becca and I's dream to produce our very own Broadway show of rent well I guess not Broadway we probably can't have our 
an off-Broadway production. <laughs> I guess we're not probably qualified for Broadway production. We can do an off-Broadway traveling production of Rent. That's our dream. I also had an idea that we could like have a house for the cast if we did it in like Portland or Boston and then we could just like do it in one city at a time and then like have all the cast live together. And then also film a reality show. Exactly. <laughs> reality show is definitely part of it. Obviously. There's no question. Right. Um, <laughs> do you know all the words to all of Joanne's parts just yeah. so that I can play that role? We safely assumed and you know what? If it's our we can do whatever we want that becca would be joanne and i would be maureen do you want to be mimi though i can be roger i want to be mimi but i don't know if i'm qualified yes you are you are mimi i can channel maureen okay and you can channel mimi okay maybe this is the direction we go in so we have to be in it yes that's our requirement and we have been talking about this for many years we talk about it to other people they look at us like we're absolutely insane and that fuels the fire more for us to actually do this like when things (laughs) go badly or go well like our keyword is we're doing rent or we're not doing rent like that's how we get away with not telling people what is going on in our lives why doesn't anyone believe in us I feel like I would say my boyfriend does, but it depends on the day. Yeah, Zach does not. Zach loves us, but he does not believe we're actually going to do Zach this. Zach are skeptical as hell. It's hurtful and disgusting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually feel like I'm doing this to prove them wrong. Yeah. So anywho, look for a listing. If you see us coming to a city near you, please come out and support our own version of friend. Maybe we should give our <laughs> listeners who haven't had the gracious opportunity to watch rent. Let's like give them a little bit of a backstory on what is Oh, rent. yeah. Yeah, go for it, Becca. You want me to tell? Yeah. So, the year is 1989. The city is New York City. We're <laughs> poor. We're destitute. We have AIDS. We're heroin addicts. And we are the cast of Rent. <laughs> There are approximately seven main characters. We Mm -hmm. have six who are like the protagonist and then one who's like the antagonist trying to steal their apartment building. Right. So Maureen is this really bold, politically outspoken lesbian. Right. And that was the first lesbian I had ever seen in a movie. I'm going to be honest with you. What? That I like remember. Wow. She's the first person I like identify as a strong, independent lesbian character. Love her. Other than maybe... Ellen. That was the only other lesbian I had seen yeah, on TV. Um, fair. Joanne is her girlfriend. Joanne is the lawyer. She's very straight laced. And Joanne is kind of like one of my alter egos. And then I feel like Maureen's my other alter ego. Right. So it's like two sides of my personality. Yeah. So you can play both characters. I'll play Mimi. <sighs> and Roger. Who, and Ro- you'll have to. Yeah. I guess. They both have AIDS. So I'll like, play multiple. So I guess I might as well play. No. Roger we can have other actors. No, I know. We can have other actors as well. So no, We're creating a lot of work for ourselves, You're going to be Mimi while I'm Roger. And then you can be Maureen while I'm Joe. Okay, perfect. And then I'll be um, Betty and you can be... Angel. Oh my God, wait, there's eight main characters. All right, we're getting way we're too getting into way the description. You know what? If you want to know what Ren's about, fucking watch Ren because you Cut will love it. Out. And that's, you will love it. And, or you won't, and I don't give a shit because we love- I don't give a fucking shit. <laughs> 
but we're gonna make rent we're, we're gonna, gonna make, make rent this month's rent. we're gonna make the show rent facts maybe no <laughs> it's happening we have had so many just wild experiences from seeing rent together multiple times to many concerts and they keep growing back up and i feel like oh yeah one day we're gonna look at this podcast as an experience like that and that's a beautiful thing oh yeah <laughs> this is fun this feels like just hanging out this is natural Hopefully this is <laughs> other people agree <laughs> And you know what? We're just doing our best. So <laughs> we're doing our best over here, okay? We're doing our Thank best you. trying to save people from sexing incidents, trying to just make friends at Lita Lanes, and the list goes on and on, truly. So I think we should save some more treats for next time. We're getting closer and closer to the reunion every single day. So I think maybe next time we get together, we should create a game plan for that and talk about what we need to do because i'm not fully prepared mentally i'm not either this is not okay (laughs) i'm not okay i promise and on that note until we meet again becca (laughs) until next time if you like what you hear make sure you follow us on all social media becca tell them where they can find us our instagram handle is fever dream diaries our tiktok is fever dream diaries pod and if you want to email us you can always send us a message at feverdreamdiaries at gmail.com send us all your deepest darkest secrets we would love to read them we would love to connect with you on that spiritual level and also on our social media we're going to be posting all sorts of content relating to the episodes see old embarrassing photos of us see relics from the past that will bring you back to a simpler time right a time before tiktok a time before instagram exactly a time when myspace ruled the world oh my god a time we all yearn for so be sure to follow us and if you really like what you hear leave us a freaking review somewhere would you hell yeah and maybe a comment maybe a like yeah if you think that someone else in this world would like this podcast you show us some love so it can get spread to them apple music spotify wherever you're listening to podcasts leave us a five-star review we won't be able to sleep well tonight otherwise please <laughs> we need this 